This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, GSA's Inspector General will scrutinize the decision to relocate the FBI HQ to Greenbelt, Maryland. General C.Q. Brown spells out the dangers of a year-long CR from his perch as Joint Chiefs Chairman. And the Merit Systems Protection Board is close to filling the final spot on its three-member panel. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Friday, December 1st, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Social Security Administration is creating a new office of the CIO. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Office of Systems is becoming the Office of the Chief Information Officer at the Social Security Administration. Acting SSA Commissioner Kyolo Kijikazi says in an email to staff obtained by Federal News Network that the goal of the restructuring is to align IT strategy and vision with business goals and drive innovation. Current CIO Sean Brun will become the Assistant Deputy Commissioner of Operations, and Deputy CIO Patrick Newbold will become Acting CIO until he leaves in January. SSA will put out a job announcement in the coming weeks to hire a permanent CIO. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Use of office space in the nation's capital is improving, at least at one agency. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Department of Commerce has almost doubled its building occupancy at its headquarters office in D.C. After the department's initial return to office in March of last year, headquarters occupancy increased from 24 percent up to 42 percent. That's according to Commerce Department official Jeremy Pelter. The department anticipates that this upward trend will continue. That trend could be replicated at other federal headquarters as the White House continues pushing agencies to ramp up in-office work for their employees. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Postal Service police will once again patrol routes and protect letter carriers from robberies. If a bipartisan bill makes it through Congress, the Postal Police Reform Act would give postal police officers jurisdiction beyond USPS facilities. USPS is seeing a surge in robberies of its employees and mail theft cases. Postal police officers used to patrol delivery routes, but the agency issued a memo in 2020 limiting their jurisdiction to USPS property. Senators Susan Collins and Dick Durbin are leading the bill. A federal watchdog is taking a closer look at the decision to relocate the FBI headquarters to Greenbelt, Maryland. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Inspector General for the General Services Administration says he's looking into the site selection process for the FBI's new suburban headquarters. That's after FBI Director Chris Ray raised concerns about how GSA reached its decision. FBI lawmakers who requested the review are calling on GSA to pause all relocation work until the IG completes its review. Maryland lawmakers say GSA selected Greenbelt as the best option for FBI employees and the public. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is warning Congress about the impact a year-long continuing resolution would have on the Defense Department. Joint Chiefs Chairman General C.Q. Brown says that while DOD has never operated under a year-long CR, doing so, he's concluded, would be costly. For example, he says there would be a $5.8 billion shortfall in personnel funding, which would add to already existing recruitment challenges. 
Furthermore, DOD would not be able to enact several multi-year procurement contracts, including those to restock munitions. Additionally, investment delays would occur, like in modernization efforts to the nuclear triad. Finally, General Brown warns that shipbuilding and ship maintenance would be impacted. Lawmakers continue calls for defense contractor Transdime to end price gouging and to provide price and cost transparency to the Defense Department. Senator Elizabeth Warren and Representative John Garamendi sent letters to the DOD and Transdime asking them to provide cost transparency and pricing data to ensure DOD is not being overcharged. The letters come after new reports that Transdime has refused to provide this information. The lawmakers previously sent letters to Boeing and Transdime in May about this same issue. The Defense Department's new replicator program is a key piece to the third phase of the Defense Innovation Unit's continued evolution. DIU will launch its version 3.0 strategy in the coming months around the concept of taking a capability and applying it to a strategic gap in DOD's arsenal. DIU will help inform the replicator initiative around current gaps in capabilities or support infrastructure, as well as oversee the acquisition processes. Starting in December, DIU will post solicitations related to replicator on its website, with the first one focused on capabilities related to uncrewed aerial systems not currently on contract. The Merit Systems Protection Board, or MSPB, is inching closer to filling the final spot on its three-member panel. Senators on the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee heard testimony yesterday from Henry Kerner. He's President Biden's nominee for the MSPB position. If the Senate confirms him, Kerner would come in as the Republican member of the board, which decides federal employee appeals cases. The Senate committee also considered Hampton Dellinger, Biden's nominee to lead the Office of Special Counsel. Postal Service police will once again patrol routes and protect letter carriers from violent crime if a new bill makes it through Congress. The bill gives postal police jurisdiction beyond USPS facilities. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, December 1st, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 